the Movie Journey Podcast, where not only do we break down one film a fortnight, a fortnight, oh my god, it's not even that. Wow. Not, not only on, do we Dean. break down three out of four weeks of the month a film <laughs> from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including tournaments, top five lists, and pod v pods. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host Hendo. How are you going, my friend? I'm good, mate. I am very, very good. How are you? I am also very good. Just loving life at the moment, Hendo. You know how it is? Yeah, we're heading into summer here down in Australia, and it's uh, it's been lovely weather so far, I must say. It's getting hot. I know. <laughs> I mowed the lawn for like an hour and a half the other day, and my God, did I get burnt. I mowed the lawn at like 8.30 in the morning, and I ran that bad boy around the backyard. Like, okay, now he's showing me his sunburn. Nah, I can't do it. I'll, I'll send you a photo. It's pretty It's pretty horrendous. Please don't send me a photo. Why not? I've got my shirt off and everything. You'd love it. Anyway, what else are we doing today, Hendo? Well, today it is Pod v Pod 44, and it is rematch time once again, and it is going to be a big rematch because these fellas have been on... Several times before. This is their fourth time being up. Well, it's fourth for Topher, third for Billy. But we're going another big rematch with Billy and Topher from Rewatch the Thing. They're back. Yeah, well and truly cementing themselves as uh, one of the movie journey favourites here with their record-breaking fourth appearance on Pod v Pod Hendo. Yeah, now the first two times we trounced them, we absolutely clobbered them. And on the third one, Topher came back on his own and finally got the win against us. Yeah, I think it says a lot about old B-Dizzle here and uh, what he needs yeah. to bring to the table, which is something would be nice. Yes, B-Dizzle's <laughs> track record, not so good in the old Pod V Pods or the uh, Pod V Pod V Pod V Pods for that matter. Of course, how could I forget? <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> All right, Dean, enough chit-chat. Let's get into Pod V Pod 44. <laughs> Alright Dean, it's time for Pod V Pod 44, where we have some of your favourite podcasters on for a battle of different movie games. And this week they were here all the way back at Pod V Pod 1. They've had several different guest spots along the way, mostly losing, but they did <laughs> notch up a win recently, all because of the man Topher himself. But Billy's back, he wants a win, he's going to give it a go. Please welcome back Billy and Topher from We Watch The Thing. Guys, how you doing? Good, mate. I'm hungry for it. Who would have thought that was 44 years ago? Jeez. <laughs> Feels like it. <laughs> I am hungry for a win. I'm, I'm feeling good. How are you guys going? We're doing Tip all right. Top, I'm, I'm very yeah. I'm, I'm very keen to uh, make sure you guys don't take down the win. <laughs> I've got my uh, I've got my knowledge hat on today because uh, I'm not having Topher uh, put another win on the belt for you guys. <laughs> I really feel like we have it in us to lose. So <laughs> probably <laughs> only if, only if you let Billy answer some questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're both I was very gonna say, tired. Toby, you seem less confident now. You've got a partner back, and you're like, eh, nah, nah, no, no, no. <laughs> They're trying to drive a wedge between us, Billy. Don't you I listen know, to him? I know. Don't listen to them, Bear. We've got this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen. Why don't we get into this? You guys know the drill. Let's start off with our standard movie quiz. Pub quiz, asshole. Five questions, one point per correct guess. All right, we always ask the first question here. Who wants to take the first one? Oh, how are you feeling, Toph? You feeling good? I think you should get into it, Billy. Like, you, right. you seem like you're really itching to go here. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, B-Dizzle, here we go. First question from you, for you, is in the category of movie soundtracks. Okay. 
Please tell me the five artists who provided the theme songs to the five Daniel Craig James Bond films. <laughs> I haven't seen a single one of them. <laughs> what? what? I was shaking his head. That is okay. outrageous. Wow. All right. I, I Name like- the five films. <laughs> <laughs> There's, right. there's the writer's strike one. <laughs> okay. I know that one of them is Skyfall, and I feel like that might have been Adele. You are one-fifth of the way there. Okay. The other... So there have been five, really. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually including the one that hasn't come out yet, since that song okay. has been out for nearly a year already. Oh, jeez. So, so that one's No Time to Die? Is that it? That's the movie. Yeah. Then we've got and the song. Cas- Casino Royale, Spectre, and Quantum Quantum of Solace. Uh, you have are, I got all five of there. them now? You've okay. got, you got your baby steps. I, mate, I feel like that earns me a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, okay, who's who's popular? Who's big at them? Uh, do I am I allowed to get any wrong? Or if I get one wrong, am I done for the whole question? I think that would take too long if you're allowed to get them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lady Gaga. The Beatles. <laughs> No, Lady Gaga no. isn't. Did you did you honestly just ask? Can I just keep saying? You basically said, "Can I just keep saying artists until I get them all right?" I mean, the way you were saying, I would have said yes. Yeah, <laughs> so you're feeling my vibe, Dean. You get me? Like, cut him some slack. He hasn't seen any of these films. Um, okay, so who are the other four then? Okay, so Casino Royale was done by Chris Cornell. I don't even know who that is. Oh, He's in that band. Lead singer for Billy. Soundgarden. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. Ah, oh, okay, yes. When you put it that way, I know who it is. Oh, Chris Cornell, of course. Can I defect? <laughs> uh, you've already got a defect, over. Oh, mate. Slander. Slander has been thrown at me and I am not wow. happy. Uh, let's see. Quantum of Solace was done by, I would have accepted either here, Jack White or Alicia Keys. I can't okay. believe you missed the Skyfall one. It was Adele. I no, got that got one. Adele. Oh, you that's did get the, that one. That's, that's the one. Oh, I you got. did get yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, the what was the other one? Spectre was the Academy Award winner. Uh, Sam Smith. Right. And the most recent one, Billie Eilish. Eilish, whatever her bloody name is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Elvish, right. I think oh, it tracks. is. I hear the kids like her. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, bad luck, buddy. You uh, start off with the bagel, continuing your hot streak. Fair, yeah. That's a pretty hard right. question, I've, I thought. I, I, I feel like I'd be letting down my fan base if I was to come out and get one right off the bat. Like, I'm just giving the people what they want. Like, All right, Dean, you want to take the first question? Billy, yeah. you better ask them an um, unreasonably hard question in return. Okay. okay, all right, here we go. Are you guys ready for this? I'm ready. What was Britain's first animated feature film? The first animated feature film to come out of Britain. Yep. I'll just wait for the multiple choice when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good news is that I'm going to be kind. You can say as many as you want. To <laughs> get right. First British animated film. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I'm trying to think of something from the 50s or last year. Uh, British animated film. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, da, 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 British. Mm. Yep. Let's go. All dogs go to heaven. Nah, mate. It was 1954's Animal Farm. Come on, Dean. Lift your game, all right? I mean, I was close. I had dogs in the title. How did you not know that, mate? 
<laughs> you know it was to do with animals, buddy. <laughs> you could have said, name the first British animated film that came out in 1954 and it starts with animal, and I still would not have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nil each after the first one. Topher's turn. All right, Topher. Uh, your category is film franchises. Which of the Ocean's original 11 did not feature in Ocean's 13? Okay. George is there. Brad's there. Matt's there. Then there's the others. Um, <laughs> um, do I, can I go character or actor? Sure. Sure. Okay, good. Because there's no way known to God I know all of their character names. Um, was it the... I don't know. Was it the Amazing Yen? The little guy? No, it wasn't. It was actually Julia Roberts. Is she in 11? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> she is in 11. Yeah. Yeah, good one, mate. No, I'm, I meant is she an 11, not was she an in 11, 11 Billy? <laughs> good lord. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a bad question Even as I was asking it I did think Is she an 11? Are you sure on that Hendo? <laughs> She's clearly not a 13 <laughs> Alright we're, we're still waiting for a point here Hopefully I can do it Hot streak team <laughs> Okay your question Alright Is What is the highest grossing Pixar film? Hmm in the category of highest grossing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Toy Story 3. It's Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Raked in a lazy... It was about $1.2 billion. Yeah, because I knew Toy Story 3 made a bill and I was like, did Toy Story 4 beat that? And I'm like, nah, I don't think it did. Completely forgot about Incredibles 2. Jesus. That is that is legit my thought process as well there. I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely 3. Oh, wait, did 4 get it? Nah, I'm pretty sure it's 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, good good question. Good question. All right. BDs, let's see what you can do here. All right, here we go. All right. In the category of horror. Okay. Which one of these is not a living dead movie? Land, Rise, Diary, or Survival? I, I know for certain that Land and Diary are. I, I, I know that because yeah, Romero made a bunch like in more recent years because those first ones were really spaced out. Then after Diary, he kind of just threw a whole bunch of shit at the wall to see what sticks. Was Rise or Survival? Just because it sounds kind of silly, I'm going to say Survival. It was Rise. Oh, shit. I was so <laughs> close. <laughs> Damn it. You had me worried there. Yeah, I was I was concerned. When you oh. immediately eliminated two of them, I was like, oh, my God, he's, he's actually oh, yeah. going to get one. Damn it. Thanks oh, for not letting us down, oh. B-Dizzle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, he's hoping that we can get you guys. All right. In the category of shit films. <laughs> oh, Dean's an expert. <laughs> According to Rotten Tomatoes, what is the worst received film directed by Steven Spielberg? Oh, this is a good question. Thank you. Came up with it myself, mate. <laughs> Give me Rotten Tomatoes. See, I want to say this is not locked in, but I, I kind of want to say <laughs> I kind of want to say BFG. I'm just trying to think: is there anything that could top that? Has he done anything bad recently? Oh, did he do um? 
And don't answer this, I'm talking to myself. Did he do AI? Was that him? But then you gotta like think, like I know what, like for the most part, what general audiences thought. Did critics like AI? They probably did. Our they guests probably, love AI. They probably, <laughs> they probably loved BFG too. <laughs> What's like a notoriously, I mean, does Jewel count? I don't know. That's probably a pretty good movie though. <laughs> uh, Munich's all right. Oh, did he do that stupid horse movie? Was that him? Um, <laughs> War Horse. My God, that film sucks. <laughs> I think that's my least favourite Spielberg film. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like because it's animated, maybe BFG gets some points. But fuck it. I'll say BFG. Oh, it's got to be Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, isn't it? No, nah, mate. No. Nah. What? You might, you, you might remember listeners <laughs> of the Movie Journey podcast might remember... <laughs> Our first movie draft, we lost because we included Hook. <laughs> oh, that Hook, is a masterpiece. Which, for some reason, has a measly 29% on Rotten Hook Tomatoes. Hook is an, an actual treasure. Wow. Hook yes. is the hill that Billy and I will die on. We, we think Hook is a treasure. Your listeners, we lost that draft purely because of Hook. <laughs> no, wow. come on. It was AI. Just, just get, get on the time. <laughs> no, no, leave AI alone. <laughs> yeah, you did do that, didn't you, Billy? Oh. <laughs> so many bad films. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you didn't oh. get that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Hook, really? That's ridiculous. Man, I hate that uh, website. Okay. What are we up to? Tofa, your turn. Tofa. Not like there's a lot of pressure at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Donuts all round. <laughs> all right. In the category of movies about movies, what is the name of the fake movie being made in Bowfinger? Oh, shit. I know this one. Fuck. What? Oh. I love Bowfinger. God. Yes. Preach, BD. I, yeah. I, I heard this and I thought this was unfairly hard. <laughs> no, I know this so easily, mate. Uh, uh, let me answer when Tofa gets it wrong, because he sadly will. I will yeah, not. because I've seen Bowfinger... <laughs> one- when did Bowfinger come out, Billy? 99? Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't seen it since the turn of the century. Um, <laughs> and so, unless these three words that I'm going to pick in a row are... Uh, don't say three. <laughs> I've, I've, I've committed to three. Is it The Magician's Apprentice? Mate, nah, it's. can I say it? Yeah, yeah go for it. Chubby Rain. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> I love Bowfinger, man. That means, yeah, I can't me too, mate. That, well, let the, let this redeem myself that I could have gotten a point here, guys. I mean, nah, I did. Invalid. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby Rain, classic. Wow, I'm shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you, Beaties. I would have got that too. I love that film. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Dean and I are here over here on Normal Island. Yeah, I, I think I saw that at the cinemas and haven't seen it since. <laughs> All right, time, okay. time for me to get the point. First point for the day. Let's do it. Okay, in the category of name the actor. <laughs> <laughs> which actor turned down roles in the following films? Memento, The Fugitive and Patriot Games. Mm, okay, not going to know anything about Patriot Games. I feel I got to focus on Memento here. Who turned down roles? Just roles, not a specific role. You're not going to get too specific. With All that. the roles, oh, the yeah, every, every single role one in those films. <laughs> All kinds of roles too. Saigon roles. Really, Jesus! Gone wrong. Bit of a dad joke. Just <laughs> absolute crickets from the audience. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fugitive, the fugitive, the fugitive. See, I feel like it could be tricky. Me, and it's not even like the Harrison Ford role or the Guy Pierce role. It's probably like the motel clerk role from Memento. <laughs> yeah. It's the guy it's that with two IMDb credits <laughs> from season three of NCIS. <laughs> the reason he only has two credits is he keeps turning down roles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, I'm too good for hotel clerk number two. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm just gonna pull it out, put it out there that I think you know this actor. Oh, well, that, wow, that's <laughs> bad. If you're yeah. saying you think you know, then yeah, good luck. Very, very high odds that you know the actor. Mm. This is just like, name random actor. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a, it'd be... If we're going for like the Harrison Ford role in The Fugitive, it must be like an, an you know an older gentleman, a, ma- a mature gentleman. Yes, yes, mature. Be a leading man here, probably from you know your eighties, early nineties. Hmm. Fugitive was ninety four, I believe. Turned down the role, so he must be big. He must be must be a big name. Is that what you said? He turned down roles. Turned it down. Turned, turned it down. It Not down. interested. Better and, things to do. And we think you've heard of this actor. <laughs> We're pretty sure. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a uh, sort of a grumpier old person. It could be the Tommy Lee Jones character. Let's go Gene Hackman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Gene Hackman playing in Memento? <laughs> <laughs> the hotel man, Gene. Oh, my God. <laughs> the kind of hidden clue to make it in any way gettable was Patriot Games because no, it's, no, Al- it's, Al- it's Alec Baldwin who did not reprise the role taken up by Harrison Ford, who in fact did The Fugitive. Mm, okay. Ah, good question. Never going to get it. Never <laughs> going to get that one. Look at this. Four <laughs> nils apiece. Hulk we are on fire. <laughs> Billy's dragged us down to his level. <laughs> oh, mate. I knew Chubby Rain. <laughs> I've seen a Bond film. What of it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know what's more shocking, Billy, that you knew Chubby Rain or you haven't seen a Bond film. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of Casino Royale. That's not good enough at all. It's even worse. part of it happens at a casino. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a casino. Pro- someone probably eats a Royale with cheese at some point. I knew you were going to say that. I was just thinking that. Here comes the joke. <laughs> all right, last question for you two. It's a collab. You may need it. Get this point and you, you know, take a substantial lead. In the category of non... Hang on, how do I say this? What is it? Uh, It is non-Disney animated films, all right? It's not non-animated Disney films, which I wrote down the first time. Non-Disney animated films. Put these Ice Age sequels in order. You've got like from second to fifth. And I I I put them in alphabetical order here for you. We have Collision Course, Continental Drift, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, and The Meltdown. Okay, do we think there's any chance that the movies actually do go in alphabetical order. <laughs> okay, Billy, I've seen none of these, but I am Neither. almost certain that Dawn of the Dinosaurs comes after both Continental Drift and what was the first one? Collision Course. I agree. Collision they're the Course. Only, they're the only two I've heard of, and I feel like they're early for sure. Like, I feel like they must be two and three. And then what was the what was the fourth one you said? The Meltdown. The Meltdown. Oh, actually, I feel like that's kind of early too. That's got to be before Dawn of the Dinosaurs, right? Because dinosaurs were after the melting. Mm. Well, just say the melting. Dinosaurs. <laughs> it depends <laughs> how many um, 
How, how many ice ages has Earth had? I really don't know. Because what we think of as the ice age happened way after the dinosaurs. That's true. Same I love how you tigers. treat these ice Not age films old. as fact. Yeah, they're I'm, canon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mel- okay. I feel like Dawn of the Dinosaurs is is five and Meltdown is four, and then I, th- yeah, I feel like you. it's I feel like it's just two and three. We need to figure out the order of. I think it's Collision Course and then other thing. I've got no idea, so I'm happy to lock that in. All right, let's go with that. What was it? <laughs> so, so it's Collision, collision Course, course yeah. Drift. I think you're, yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong already. Collision Course, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> they've Dawn they've the gone in the alphabetical <laughs> order. They have not again. even bothered to to move one <laughs> and, movie around. <laughs> and yeah, the we did end up in the alphabetical order, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, but that might have been the trick. <laughs> That's what I thought might have been happening. Yeah. There was a there was a semi trick there. You just had to reverse them. That was the answer. Oh really? Oh. So yeah. it's Dawn of the you Dinosaurs. You could not have meltdown. been wronger. Yes. Wow. Billy, <laughs> I am disgusted yeah. with our lack of Ice Age franchise knowledge. All right, don't worry. We'll get them with this one, though. We'll I don't know how we'll look at ourselves in the mirror. <laughs> All right, here we go. You guys aren't getting this. I'm sure of it. All right. This is in he the said before they got it. This yeah. is in the category. <laughs> this is in the category of obviously very bad movies. What 2017 sci-fi film? is in the top 20 box office bombs of all time. 2017 sci-fi. Uh, yeah. First, tw- Don't, first is, 20... Is, okay, yeah, we're is, talking here. Yeah, we're talking. Is John Carter 2017? <laughs> <laughs> first is AI 2017? <laughs> <laughs> what about Sphere? Is that 2017? They're all bombs. They're all shit, aren't they? Sphere is totally due for a remake. <laughs> Couldn't do worse. Uh, look, 2017, the first sci-fi film I think of from 2017 is Blade Runner 2049. I don't think that was a bomb. I know it wasn't a commercial success, but I don't think it was a bomb. But that's the first one I think of from 2017. Um, okay, what's so the second look- one you think of, though? Well, I'll just, I'm just trying to run through 2017 films, sci-fi films. Please share. Bombed. <laughs> I mean, that's the only one I can think of, like... Hmm. Well, it's one more than I can think of. <laughs> I mean, could it be that? Like, isn't a like a bomb? A bomb is defined as how much money it lost. Yeah, and I think I mean, twenty forty nine would, would have cost a lot of a money, lot, and I don't think it made lot. a ton back. I don't think so either. I think they're waiting for those uh, VHS sales to really kick in. <laughs> the director's <laughs> cut. Okay, uh, that's. I mean, I can't think of anything else in terms of sci fi films or just bombs in general from that year. Do you bring anything to the table here, Mister Jeffrey? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> what a shock. You are clearly the Billy of Movie Journey. Uh, I wear that as a badge of pride. Oh, that makes me prideful too. We can be pride buddies. Uh, okay. Uh, look, if you're happy for Blade Runner 2049, that's all I've got. I mean, I guess I'll let it go through, Endo. All right, let's go with that. Fuck, I really didn't think you guys would get that. Yeah. Estimated, <laughs> estimated loss of $80 million. It's It's the 19th biggest box office flop. That's yes. how we do it. Nice. Good teamwork, Endo. And can I just say, yep. fuck you, public. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to swear at us then. <laughs> can I just say, fuck the movie journey? <laughs> Should just edit out the word public there. Got to say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Clinched it right on the last one oh. there. Bad luck, boys. <laughs> All right. But let's get to our second game here, which is... You might be looking at three actors. 
And basically in this second game is we have five films each for our for the other team and they have to guess what these five films are based off three actors out of the movie that we've picked, that we've selected, hand-selected out of these movies for them. All right, gentlemen, we asked the first question in the first round, so we'll take the first question here and I'll go first for this one. Give it to him, Billy. All right, let's do it. Here are your three actors, my friend. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes, and Lee Schreiber. Scream 3. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hope one of your answers is Bowfinger. Please put Bowfinger in there, mate. <laughs> BDs, you know, you shouldn't give us movies that we've just recently watched. I know, I, mean, I know, <laughs> I know that you just watched all the Scream movies, but I was banking on the whole Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes thing kind of throwing you off. Well, but. you went with... Well, that was so obvious because you went those two. I'm like, well, it has to be a Jay and Silent Bob film. He's not in any of those. Where else were they Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. Poor thinking, <laughs> poor thinking, Billy. <laughs> Lift your game. My questions are bad and I should feel bad. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first here? You go, Tove. Okay, All right. hit me. I'll, I'll ask this one here. So we've got Tom Hardy, Jeremy Piven, and Tom Sizemore. Black Hawk Down. Wow, nice. Nailed well it. Done. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> that that definitely came from Dean because we're just about to do our Black Hawk Down uh, watch for Patreon. And he's like, man, there are so many actors fucking I could actors from. in this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly picked the wrong actors, Dean. I know. I, well, you don't want to make it too hard. Should have thrown in a little Josh Hart in it. The cast of that film is bonkers. It's just like three years later, you can't make that film because you can't afford the people in it. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, it is. All right, Dean, go for it. All right, what do we got? Okay, these three performers were in what film? Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins, and Bill Pullman. Hmm, nothing's coming to mind. Bill Pullman's not in a lot that I can think of. Um, Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins. Tim Ribbons, as my phone has it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm really blanking here. Uh... uh I'll go Brokeback Mountain. Uh, 2019's Dark Waters. You've watched that film, Dean. I know. Mark Ruffalo yelling out, they knew, as he does. Oh, yeah. You saw that at the movies this year, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) There's not many films I've seen in the movies. Uh, Bill Pullman's in that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Classic (laughs) D-Jizzle. D-Jizzle? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. In the category of what film are these three actors in? What are you doing? It's we just went, Billy. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, right. You're all over oh, the yeah. joint, mate. <laughs> yeah. My bad. <laughs> it's my okay. turn to answer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do next you one. even pod v pod? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I next one. I want to join the have... other team. Fucking hell. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Dean. Off you go. All right, let's go. Uh, what do we got here? Julia Roberts, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Brad Pitt. That's mean-spirited. <laughs> you know he hasn't seen movies. <laughs> I actually, I actually know that whatever this is, I have seen it, and I'm fucking hell. I know I've seen Julia Roberts and Brad Pitt in something together. <laughs> Don't all laugh at me. Don't all laugh at once. That's that's not nice. I'm, I'm just la- I'm just laughing at the Topher face part. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. You haven't seen it. It doesn't matter. Are you sure I haven't seen it? <laughs> Dope is I so am, defeated. <laughs> I'm, 90, I'm 90% certain you haven't seen it. This is the problem doesn't with having sound kids, certain mate. to me. Just... 
Alright, uh, okay, fuck it, I'm going to say Bowfinger then, if I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, uh, it was Ocean's 12. I haven't seen that. <laughs> well, there Damn you go. I was a little concerned, because we did bring up Ocean's in the in the first round, I was like, oh god, Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, this, this is yeah. actually very yeah, I obvious. Did, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty Catherine, easy one. <laughs> I didn't know Catherine Zeta-Jones was in that. But did you know that any of those three were in Bowfinger? <laughs> You knew it was Chubby Rain. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Okay, we'll get you here. Uh, your three. Uh, Tom Hanks. You couldn't even just think your way through it like Blade Runner 2049. Like, you mate, know there are movies with <laughs> Julie Roberts and Brad Pitt together. Shut up, mate. Just shut up. <laughs> Whose team are you on? <laughs> My team. <laughs> All right. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, and Nathan Lane. Oh. I mean, which one of the two is it? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> are you playing me here and it's neither? I feel like that's the only two films that are in together. I haven't seen either, so I don't know which one Nathan Lane is in. I feel like he was more big time in the early 90s, which was when Sleepless in Seattle was. You've Got Mail came out. I think that was late 90s, early 2000s. She did, she did fuck all after early 2000s. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. It has to be one of those two. Alright, um, Sleepless in Seattle. No. Nah. This was my plan all along. It was the third movie made. It's Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. The one people forget about. <laughs> I feel like we had a discussion about that once. Obviously, completely forgot about it. <laughs> Alright, well done, you shifty, shifty bastard. <laughs> Alright, Tofar. Let's see how you go here. Harvey Keitel. Ocean 13. Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do that again? Okay, we'll go again. <laughs> Harvey Keitel, Ralph Fiennes, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's a good cast. Mm. Oh, Red Dragon. Tofa, killing it. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a team. <laughs> I find that hurtful, Dean. <laughs> you read between the lines. Let's <laughs> <laughs> way through that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, taking the two-to-one lead here. Okay, here we go. Matthew Modine, Eric Stoltz, and Sean Astin. The fuck is Matthew Modine? Oh, come on, Dean. That's Dean, no, Modine. Modine. Do you even watch movies, mate? <laughs> Hold on, let me think my way around this one. There are movies that exist. <laughs> okay, what is Sean Austin in? It's not Lord of the Rings. Could be Rudy. That would probably fit Eric Stoltz being in a film. What else is he in? 51st Dates. Is Eric Stoltz in that? It would really help if I knew who the third actor was. Just putting that out there. Uh, I mean, Matthew would it? Matthew Modine. I, I don't know. <sighs> but I feel, I feel like Rudy's so obvious, though. Like, if you say Sean Austin, it's not Lord of the Rings, and you think of Rudy. Can I just say it's Sean Astin? Stop saying the other way. <laughs> Austin. It's not, it's it's not Stone Cold. It is Stone Cold. Uh, ah, fuck it. 51st Dates. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> It'll shock you to hear that's not 51st Dates. <laughs> it is Memphis Bell. I've never seen Wow. It. Who is Matthew Modine? Matthew Modine. He's the guy from yeah, I know his Full name. Metal Jacket. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's the bad professory scientist guy in Stranger Things. He's Matthew Modine. Yeah. And I suspect I watch, that him and Eric Stoltz spent 30 years going for the same roles, actually. So Matthew okay. Modine didn't get fired from um, Back to the Future, as far as I know, though, so that's good for him. 
<laughs> I would have had a harder time with Eric Stoltz. The only thing I think I know him from is Pulp Fiction. What about the butterfly effect? Great movie. No. Yes. <laughs> Do Underrated. not listen to them, kids. <laughs> classic Eric Stoltz film. I mean, it's a classic. Well, okay, maybe not classic. It's a very good film. <laughs> it's a great movie. Classic yeah. of the $2 DVD bin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one here, we have uh, Meryl Streep, John C. Riley, and Ed Harris. This is a collaboratory one, right? Is this for, bo- no, is no, this for no, both no. of us? No, 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 no just no, you, no, Billy, no. and I want to put pressure on you. It's just me. We don't get to collaborate yeah. in this no, round? No, 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 you got one no. more left after this. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Oh, wow, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. damn it, I know this one. <laughs> Fuck. I don't. I don't <laughs> reckon you've seen it. <laughs> Stop saying just, that. You're just quietly. <laughs> give, me, give me the names Really again. filling him of confidence. Uh, it is Meryl Streep, John C. Yeah. Riley, and Ed Harris. They are three actors of note. John C. Riley, Meryl Streep, and Ed Harris. I can tell you what year it came out as well. I feel like it's... I mean, Ed Harris usually does kind of action thrillers, but with Meryl Streep in it, I don't think this is that. I know he was in Stepmum, but that was Susan Sarandon, not Meryl Streep. See, look at me thinking things out. <laughs> and we know that Meryl Streep was not... The spacecraft in Apollo 13, so it's not that. <laughs> John C. Riley. I feel like John C. Riley, a little bit later to the game. So I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like it can be that old of a film. Jesus. But I can't think of Ed Harris doing anything in the last 20 years. <laughs> don't give me that face. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had some beers. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Um, oh, fuck it. You haven't seen it, mate. Stepmum. <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, it was The Hours. Haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy when I thought that was the collaboration one. <laughs> I'm glad you experienced a moment out. of actual happiness in my life and it just... That's <laughs> <laughs> right. We're still ahead, aren't we? You are. You are up two to one. It is the collab round now, so we need to get this to force a tie. All right, Toast, Let's you do hit it. him with it. Okay, Giovanni Rabisi, Wes Studi, and Michelle Rodriguez. Okay, let's think this one through. Who was the middle person? Wes Studi is, he's the guy from like Last of the Mohicans. Be more specific. <laughs> he plays, he, he plays Sagat in Street Fighter. Boom, you know him now. Sagat. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. One of the chief antagonists movie, in Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go to Rabisi and Rodriguez. Let's let's look okay. at some Rabisi films. Okay, what about uh, the Mod Squad? What the hell is that? Claire Danes is in it. What about the Boiler Room? Uh, Boiler Room was the first thing I thought of when you said Rabisi. The Gift. Uh, it's not Gone in sixty seconds. It's not Flight of the Phoenix. Flight of the uh, Phoenix. What about what about yeah? What about Rodriguez films? What what has she done that's not Fast and Furious? Lost. That's not a movie. <laughs> But Great she's show done though. it. What else has she done? Uh, <laughs> uh, Blue Crush. Nice. Yeah, I saw that at the movies. <laughs> Alone, no doubt. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she did a film a couple of years ago called The Assignment, but I have no idea who else is in that, and I, I don't think they would pull the you know the assignment out of nowhere for this one. I don't know. They pulled this. Memphis I feel like it's Bell. a pulled Memphis Bell. <laughs> I feel like it's a 90s film for some strange reason. I, I don't think we're going to get anything better no, than The Boiler I, Room. What about Sneaky Pete? 
What the hell is that? It's a Rabisi project. It <laughs> <laughs> may or may not look, be a look, TV but- show. <laughs> Think about this. Think about this he logically. Was also okay, his brother in Friends, guys. Yes, I was going to say that's Friends. that's when he that's when he you know became a little bit famous as like mid nineties, <laughs> and I think Rodriguez became famous obviously from Fast and the Furious uh, early two thousands. So I feel like it it would have to be a film like from two thousand onwards, like mid two thousands per se. Like start thinking around there. Boiler room was no. That was that was. Um, that was, was, was 2000 That was 2001, maybe? yeah. That's kind of early 2000. Didn't, didn't Boiler Room have Vin Diesel in it? Or am I thinking of something completely different? I think you're thinking of the Mod Squad. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> uh, Rabisi was in Ted. Was Rodriguez in Ted for a second? Did she voiced Ted? <laughs> a Million Ways to Die in the West? Was she in that? Was Rabisi? Was Wes Studi? <laughs> Maybe it actually is the last of the Mohicans. Maybe it is Street Fighter. No. <laughs> Kylie Minogue not. was in that. Kylie Minogue was in that, yeah. Uh man. I feel like we're going to lose this one. I blame the Boiler Room. Man, what What else? What else? What do you have against the Boiler Room? I want to know. I don't know it. It's really I'm You're going off a one-actor thing here. Look how uncomfortable they both look every time I say the Boiler Room. Oh, there it is. <laughs> 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 All right, one more go through it. I mean, I think Boiler Room's the best we've got. Ooh, I don't know, Hendo. No, you changed. <laughs> so wishy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. All right, let, we've Come drawn on. this on. Other, other, Come on. other, other, other Michelle Rodriguez films. Come on, think, think, think. It's not. It's not. But okay, do it. Boiler Room. Well, boiler Room. Hey. Yep. Okay, that was a that was a whole thing. <laughs> Did we at least name it? <laughs> Just to prove how much the world has forgotten Avatar. Yikes. Huge impact that movie made. <laughs> I hate that movie. Yeah. Still living strong in the zeitgeist. I, qu- I quite <laughs> enjoyed it. four more to come. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dean, no Dean is a, a defender of the Avatar. I saw it twice at cinemas. Who doesn't like Fern Gully? <laughs> I mean, that was the very first film I ever saw at the cinemas. So, yeah. I like Dances with Wolves. Really? Dances with Smurfs, good stuff. Yeah. All right, well done, guys. You won this one already. <laughs> I hate that it wasn't even an obscure film. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it was a film that room. several people saw, famously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you've got your last one here. It's a collab. Let's see how you go anyway, even though you've got the win. You've got Christopher Walken, you know, Amanda Bynes and James Marsden. Amanda Bynes didn't do a heap. She did not do a heap. What was the one she was in? Was it She's the Man? Was that the... She was the man. I actually watched half of that a couple of days ago. Yeah? Was, how was Christopher Walken in it? <laughs> no I nearly comment. Got to, I nearly got to. <laughs> um, she didn't do much. And then there was... What was the movie where she was the mean girl? The Easy A. Who, and Christopher Walken. And who was the third? James Marsden. Marsden. What's Marsden and Walken been in? Mar- I mean, Marsden hasn't done much of late. I'm, tr- I'm struggling to think of Amanda Bynes and Marsden crossing paths. I mean, Walken could be like a little cameo. Like, I don't. Whatever movie it is, Walken's not going to be a huge part of. I can tell you that. Walken okay, is a huge no part more. of every movie he's in. <laughs> It'll be like when he popped up in Click or something. Like, it's it's not going to be a popped major up in role. Click. He was like the third main character, <laughs> arguably the nah, second. No, no, mate. Nah, nah, mate. <laughs> The second main character was the remote. <laughs> um, 
But like seriously, Bynes hasn't done much, has she? I don't. I've never seen her in anything. So the only two things I can think of her are Easy A, which I'm pretty sure Walken isn't in, and I'm certain Marsden isn't in. And she's the man, which was like a rom commy thing. For all I know, James. I haven't seen it. James Marsden could have been the guy. I don't know, man. <laughs> you got any other ideas? But when that film came out, wasn't he already Cyclops? I don't know that it would have been like real age appropriate if he was like the love interest. I mean, it is Hollywood. I was I was just about to say it. It is Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walken was probably the love interest. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man <laughs> Oh mate, I don't know you, Do you have any other ideas? I, ha- I have nowhere to go with this I can't say I'm a huge, like, you know I mean, fuck I, I haven't seen any of the most recent Bond films I, I can't say that I, you know I don't know I, my guess would be She's the Man, just because I can't think of any other Bynes films. Sure. Let's say that. Boiler Dean, should I, should I feel shame that I got this immediately when you gave this to me? There was no hesitation <laughs> when I asked Hendo this. It was just bang, hairspray, yeah. boom. It's like bang, hairspray, <laughs> done. Right. I was never yep. getting that. Never. Not a chance. Oh. I mean, all three of them are on the poster. Like, you know that little nine square poster of everyone? They're all on there, ready to go. Yeah. That's all I, I haven't even seen the film. That's that's what I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't matter. You, you got the win in the, in the second round anyway, so well done. Two to one, meaning we're into a tie at the moment, which is always the way we like it if we're, you know, not, not having one already, because we're going to find out if the listeners are going to uh, pick who's going to win here based off our movie draft. Now, this week's movie draft is is one of the more interesting ones we're we're about to do. B Diz, what did you what did you choose for us? Well, we to- we tossed back and forth a couple of different topics, and in the end, we decided on best documentary features. Jeez, and I, I got to say, this is this is probably one of the roughest ones in regards to well received documentaries and popular documentaries as well. Mm. Yeah, I have to be honest. Yeah. That's the struggle I had making my list. Is I'm like, I know what documentaries I think are like really, really good, but what mm. is you know like there's the few kind of mainstream ones that I think will go first, but then it's like, oh, what are people going to vote for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought so. There's a real yes the the war the war within your soul, Billy. Of- <laughs> yeah, how much of a sellout are you? Do you speak your <laughs> truth or do you go for votes? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I yep. think we both know you're a sellout. Oh, massive sellout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we, we sold out on Pod v Pod 1. <laughs> <laughs> you sold out by having us on as guests. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Uh, which team do you want to go first? Oh, ha- I, w- I want us to go first, Toph, to be honest. Oh, I was okay. I was not going to say that. Oh, really? But that's um, okay. Why would he lie? <laughs> Look, there are two. There are two that I really want, and there's one that I feel like you guys are gonna. Okay, all right, let's let them go first. So, do you want? Okay, so you want to go first because there's one that we think is some real low hanging fruit that we just don't want to give up. Yeah, that's even my thought. It's I, not necessarily either of our top picks. There's one that I would actually have a second, but I feel like it's going to be there first, and it's going to be the one that gets the most votes. Is my okay, thinking. Okay. And then what? Uh, the one that I actually want as my one. I'm hoping that they won't get, and then we can grab as two. That's my right. thinking behind it. All right. So pick one. We're going Mad Max two. <laughs> <laughs> 
was going to say, okay. Billy, you put, you put more thought into who goes first. If you put some more thought into those <laughs> answers you were giving before, you might have got some right. He could even get around to watching a movie if he didn't mate. think so much about who went first. <laughs> that's that's not how sellouts work, mate. <laughs> okay, Billy, so you go... So are you going first, Billy? You, you, I mean, you go first. I'm assuming we're going to say the same thing. Or I can Mate, go you first talked me more. into it. Okay, all right. But well, but the one that I want is my one that I want to pick is my two. You know what I'm talking about, right? And you'll pick what? that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Well, our number one then is Free Solo. Okay, all right. Uh, that was yeah. not our number one. No. Ooh, okay. Hopefully you don't take what we really wanted then. <laughs> but I must say, I, I had that in the two and three slot, so... Yeah, so for yeah. me it would be my two or three, but I just feel like it's it's recent. It was very popular. I feel like it's going to get a lot of votes. All right, fair enough. Uh, D- Dean, who who wants to go first out of us? Doesn't matter. I'll go first because I'm afraid I might do something silly if I go second here. <laughs> <laughs> go for it then. All right, uh, I will take another recent and popular documentary. Won't you be my neighbour? Okay, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not on my list. I liked it a fair bit, but yeah, not on my list. But good, decent pick. Good job. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, man, I wish I went first. I feel like yeah, I'm going to do something stupid here. Because this one I have on the number three spot, and now I'm second guessing it. I'm like, ah, oh, is this... I mean, it's a really good documentary. Is it popular enough compared to the other ones I got on my list here? Jeez. Uh, wow, this is such a hard draft to gauge, but I'm just gonna stick. I'm just gonna stick with it. That way, Dean really can't get super mad with me because I've strayed off the list here. Let's go with OJ Made in America. Mm. And the crowd goes wild. Is it a feature film? I mean, the Oscars said yes. It it won best documentary at the Oscars. Yes, it did. So if I just realise because this is a snake draft and I go right after you, you don't have to pick the one that I, like you can pick whatever you want. Is what I'm saying. I was gonna, mate. I yeah. was gonna. He's so kind, <laughs> oh, so gentlemanly. <laughs> you now have his permission. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go for. I'm not gonna go for column A or column B here. I'm gonna go for a shit hot documentary that is also wildly popular as far as documentaries go. Um, when we were kings. When we were kings. All right. All right. Interesting. Nice. And I'm going to take what would have been my number one, which I hopefully again fits both columns. I think this is fairly popular. King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Right. All okay. right. I, I, I had that in our 10th uh, slot that I bumped out, bumped out for something else. So Interesting. Inter- interesting. Interesting. All right, Dean, go for it. Now, 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 as in a gentlemanly way, you can you can choose something that's not the number four on that list. You can, you can go off the board if you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, thank you. I'm I'm well aware. Uh, I mean, yeah, let's stick to controversial. Let's go bowling for Columbine. Yeah, that was on my list. Good one. Thank you. Nice, good choice. I worked very hard for that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, I feel like this documentary was quite popular. I think it still is pretty popular. And yeah, when I saw it, I thought it was a fantastic documentary. Let's go Senna. Oh, so fucking good. I mean, I didn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> the movie sucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's up here? Topher. That'll be me. Here. So I've got one and then we get and then we have to decide on one. Is that yeah. that's where we're up to? Indeed. I'm going to take... I'm going to go with what I actually want to take, which is Searching for Sugar Man. All right. I haven't seen that. It's uh, fucking brilliant. Sounds pretty sweet. Oh, for God's sake. Ouch. 
<laughs> See now you 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 live that life then just that that dissatisfaction, <laughs> the disapproval, that shame. <laughs> oh, there's no shame. I feel that every week. All right, Dean. Oh no, hang on. Now you guys got a collab yes. here. Go for it. Okay. This is this is tough. How do we pick one together? What else is on your list? Um, Fog of War would be a long way up mine. Probably the next on mine would be Lost in La Mancha. I don't think you've seen it though, have you? I haven't. It's very Fucking popular. Good, mate. And it's really good. All the kids are talking it, about it. <laughs> I mean, it's old. It's old. But given it's about... <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be big on that film Twitter. <laughs> uh, have you seen 51 Birch Street? No. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not have seen that? Wow. How did we not take Dean's, that earlier? The look on Dean's faces when you're rattling off these documentaries he's never heard of. This is why documentaries is an interesting topic, because once you get past those big ones, it's almost like indie films. It's like... Well, let me just say, like, Fog of War, as far as docket, like, it's outstanding and it won the Oscar. All right, so it's let's, got that. Let's go with that, then. Let's go with that. So what cool. was it? Pick five. The Fog of War. It the won the Fog Oscar, Endo. <laughs> I'm not sure which Oscar, but it, it definitely got it. <laughs> <laughs> Best actor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean, we got free reign here, so look. Can we just let's, take let's see what we got here? No, we're not taking tickle. It's okay? so it's good. Not even on the board. Leave it alone. <laughs> like tickled. Look, there's two really, really high-rated documentaries in Hoop Dreams and Thirteenth, which I've 13th? seen neither. What is Thirteenth? Is it a horror? That's you haven't even touched on Justin Believer. Justin Bieber never stopped <laughs> believing. Never stopping. Believing. <laughs> I think it's well, believing. we were about to get to that. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, what is Thirteenth? Thirteenth uh, uh, is, is the good. Yeah, the, the Netflix documentary by Ava DuVernay uh, about. Tophie, you've seen it. It's what is, what's it's it about? about <laughs> well, it's about Endo how. Hasn't seen it. Endo Endo hasn't hasn't seen it. I said, I said I hadn't seen it. I said I hadn't seen it. Hendo <laughs> oh, admitting that he's just selling out. <laughs> oh, I think I've, I think I've said it several times this episode. I think I think three identical strangers is probably where we should end up. That's a good one. Catfish uh, also very yeah. popular. We can have it there. I mean, I know you're not going to say yes to it, but Icarus was fantastic and won the Oscar that year for it. No. <laughs> uh, and the other one I had was uh, Dear Zachary, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's on my list as well. I feel like not enough have seen it. Hmm. I mean, if you're looking at popularity, probably out of those... Oh, man. Three Identical Strangers is there. It is there. It is what there. is alive next to you, Dean? Uh, there's, I just saw this giant mosquito. I was like, oh my God, how long have I been getting eaten right now? It kind of freaked me out. Like, I know it's just a mosquito, but I've been sitting here for hours now and I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm not even sure I got it. Like, I went for the, like, the scrunch, you know, like the, 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 the self-clap almost, but I've got no, nothing on my hands and it's still alive. You gotta come well, in nothing, from the side. Nothing from the mosquito on your hands anyway. Maybe I should turn the light off. <laughs> oh, that's gonna work. <laughs> Literally turn the light off. Lighting going, mate. <laughs> Hold on, just gotta get changed. <laughs> <laughs> just slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
Uh, um, I think we should go three identical strangers, Hendo. Uh, has that, in popularity-wise, has that held up over the last three years? Basketball is very popular. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with hoop dreams. You're okay with hoop dreams? I'm okay with hoop dreams. I mean, it was the next one on the list here. <sighs> the list that you, you know, quite uh, got really involved in. I mean, Literally, normally, like, normally ten I documentaries. Do... He's like, beauty, let's do those. Normally, <laughs> I do the the draft list and we we go from there. But you were, you're like, oh, the draft is documentaries. I was like, interesting. And then bang, here's ten documentaries. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm, good, I'm good for Hoop Dreams. Okay, Hoop Dreams then. Alright, there it is. Hoop Dreams. I look forward to winning the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Said us. <laughs> Alright, let's take a look back at the drafts here. You guys have got Free Solo, When We Were Kings, King of Kong, Searching for Sugar Man. Searching for the Sugar Man, maybe? No. Who knows? No. Who no, knows? No the. No the. <laughs> and The Fog of War. I like our list, Billy. Yeah, me too. I'm good with that. I'm good with that list. And we have Won't You Be My Neighbor, OJ Made in America, Bowling for Columbine, Senna, and Hoop Dreams, a.k.a. the popular draft. <laughs> I think we're going to absolutely destroy this draft. <laughs> 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 like, normally I wait till we stop recording to say this, but like, wow. Oh, I mean, it's all a bit mainstream in it, mate. I mean, a swimming pool seems deep if you've never seen the ocean. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who do you think is voting on these drafts? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Dean. I'm pretty, pretty body confident about this one. All right. But as usual, this is a blind movie draft, so which means that the draft will be done pretty early in regards to when this episode's coming out. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I feel like we've got another win under our belt, but I don't want to seem too, too confident and just have the words, you know, eaten right out of my mouth. And yet here we are. <laughs> yep. Always, always got to get that back up. All right, gentlemen, fourth time on for Pod V Pod. Thank you very much for joining us once again, as usual. It's good to get our usual quota of trivia questions, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feels good to keep on representing. <laughs> All right. For anyone who isn't listening to your show, I mean, like, come on. Like, what are you guys doing? Get on to We Watch The Thing. Where can we find your show, guys? You tell them, Toph. You're, you're all big into the show these days. <laughs> oh, I'm all over it. Having been back from paternity leave for two days now. Um, <laughs> you can, look, plug in We Watched a Thing to any of you know those social things. Pretty good chance will come up. Google's your friend, people. Like, do your own research. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> best, uh. best plug ever. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know how to listen to us. Just whatever podcast you're in, just type in our name instead of theirs and, and you'll find us. <laughs> Yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for a gateway into the show, I did put my uh, Topher mask on a couple of weeks ago and had a chat with Billy about Borat's subsequent movie film. Yes, it was good fun yep. to have you on the show. It was good, very much a good fun there. All right, thank you very much, guys, for coming on and giving us a good battle, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. As always, guys. Have a good one. All right, before we continue, we just like to say the show is brought to you by our awesome patrons who've been supporting the show for over two years now, Dean. And I think I, I feel like I haven't praised them enough every week by saying how just absolutely fantastic they are. Hey, Dean. Nah, you're absolutely right, Hendo. Or absolutely, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Elise for joining up for uh, being a new patron. Welcome, Elise. Glad to have you on board. 
Yes, welcome, Elise. Hope you enjoy all the rewards and benefits you've got out there now. We do have a patron-only podcast that we put out every week, including different film series, such as the X-Men series, for example. That was a, a big, long series we did a little while ago. We also do director series, and we also do patron-requested reviews. And this week, it is a patron-requested review, and it comes to us from our awesome patron, Heifer. And he has gone with Black Hawk Down. Ah, yes. Black Hawk Down. The war film that I I think I saw. Keen to get think, into it, though. Think. You think you saw? I mean, I think I it. did. I don't remember it, though. Yeah, I don't remember it either, so pretty keen to get into that. So, if you'd like to support the show that way, we have... Several different tier levels from as little as a dollar a month. Just head over to patreon.com slash the movie journey. As well as that, we were also doing a little guest spot this week with Sam Hurley over at the Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, Dean, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We had a pretty serious and stern conversation with Sam, as we usually do, Hendo. Yes, uh, very stern conversation talking about the, uh, the positivity over Catwoman. Yes, the renowned drama that is Catwoman. It uh no, it sparked a lot of joy for me. It was a it was a fun time as always with Sam. So check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Check that one out. We'll leave a link in the show notes. All right, mate. It is time for answer my question. The question, jerk. Where we asked you is what is your favourite film broken down by the Movie Journey over our last year of changing our name to the Movie Journey. Three years in, Dean. We did a lot of good movies over the last year. Yeah, it's weird seeing them all together like that. Um, definitely a lot of good ones, but, you know, for every good one, there is a Rashomon in there. <laughs> <laughs> we also did ask our Facebook listen discussion group and our patrons if there was any memorable moments over the third year of us doing the podcast. Didn't expect too much, but we did get some good responses here. First one here from Luke James Human. It has to be the Movie Journey Amateur Dramatic Society's production of Pulp Fiction, followed closely by the Chicken Oven Fire Anecdote. Dean, do you remember the chicken oven fire anecdote? I mean, I remember it because I lived it. I don't remember the story being wildly uh, entertaining, but apparently, apparently it was. You know, people enjoyed my misfortunes, apparently. So thanks a lot, Luke James Human. Well, why don't we uh, check that out now? I also got a follow up that Luke James Human also had to say, check out the big brain on bread. Ah, the big brain on bread. Come on, Dean. What's wrong with the big brain on bread, Hendo? You will never, you'll never not say that you were wrong there. I mean, it's you can't when I'm right. It doesn't make <laughs> sense if it's not bread. Even the official Tarantino screenplay proves you wrong, and you will still not budge. Correct, Amando. <laughs> Next up from Julio at the Contrarians podcast, uh, finding out that Daniel actually has a heart and can cry. That was pretty memorable. What is he referring to, Hendo? He's talking about how I finally let the tears shed in The Hunt. Wow, The Hunt. Yes. Fair enough. Awesome patron, Paul at the Countdown Podcast. Doesn't really have an answer, just says, congrats, gentlemen. Heck of an achievement. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks, Paul. Lastly, here on Facebook, from Brad at the Cinema, guys. Huge congrats. Still mad we lost Pod v Pod. The Thing is still one of my favourite episodes. All right, let's head over to Patreon and see what our other awesome patrons had to say about this question. First one, Rob Manafield says, favourite film from year three, The Dark Knight. Favourite moment from year three, my guest spot on Pod v Pod 35 and winning. I don't I don't recall uh, anyone who uh, beat us, but I guess, I guess you're right. Well done, mate. You know what's funny is that you're joking when you say that. <laughs> 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 Next up from Chris Beatsell, The Dark Knight. 
Uh, but favourite first time watch, Harakiri. No surprises there. Not bad. All right, Gerald from Two Pays in the Podcast went the patron route and said, this year I particularly enjoyed Boogie Nights and the Moritz discussion. All right, I'm okay with that. Brother Shane says, I think Dial In For Murder was a good episode and I enjoyed re-watching that movie. Well, that's a high bar to pass, isn't it, Hendo? <laughs> Jeez, he really put some thought into that one. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yep. Also, I guess my favourite. <laughs> Nerd Revert said, Cinema Paradiso is my favourite film covered in year three. As for my favourite episode, I'd have to say V for Vendetta. I was fashionably late in getting on film Twitter and listening to movie podcasts. That episode was the first that I had actually listened to. Since then, it's been a balance of listening to the archives and keeping current. Congrats on three years. Thanks, Nerd Revert. Thanks, mate. Next up from Stuart Garside. I think Snatch, as you both agreed most about it, and it was nice to hear your thoughts on a British movie from an Aussie perspective. I do like the banter, however. Also, any PvP that has Georgia in it usually has me laughing loudest. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Congrats on third year, and thank you for all that you do, and please keep doing it. We appreciate all the work that goes in. Oh, thanks, Stuart. Thank you, mate. Next one from Chris at the Rough House Podcast. The Dark Knight would probably be my favourite from this year, although Inception is a close second. Damn you and your talent, Christopher Nolan. In terms of favourite moment, maybe it's recency bias, but Dean did have some great zingers on the apartment yes. episode. Yeah, carrying this team. What are you doing, Chris? Carrying. Why are you pumping him up more? But really, my favourite part of listening is yelling at the recording when I know a Pod v Pod answer that the players don't. <laughs> Which would be most of the time, no doubt. (gasps) Lastly, here from Heffer. Lord of the Rings trilogy was my favourite this year and was the first episodes I actually listened to after joining this year. I've listened to all three multiple times. Keep up the great work and thanks for getting me through work. Cheers. Thanks, Heffer. Thanks, Heffer. And thank you to everyone for putting in a response. Now, Dean, we don't have a top five this week because we have our rankings. We know, we know where they sit. We know where they sit. You know where they sit. Yeah, and if you don't, you can go look at our rankings on our letterbox. But of course, Dean, we have to get to... DVD accepted. Where we did do a draft on the Movie Journey breakdowns. Now, it was my turn to go first this week, and I, of course, drafted Pulp Fiction. Of course. It's funny, you say of course, but I'm not even sure I would have taken that at number one. Uh, I took The Dark Knight with my first pick, and my second pick... I did toss Questionable. up. Ah, I went Inception. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the whole back-to-back Nolan in one go there, uh, but I, I for sure would have thought you would have picked my number two pick, which was Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I know people complain about the end of Return of the King, and I just felt like I don't know. I thought being a trilogy, it may not have may not have worked as a single film. No, but we did get over two hundred votes on that poll, and the overwhelming winner was Pulp Fiction with 45%. So Without doubt. I only needed a little 5% of there, to uh, 6% to take the win, which Lord of the Rings came in second with 21%. So big overwhelming win there. What is that? 66% in the end. So that's one win to me, one win to you now, Dean. You did well. Thank you very much. The good. The bad. All right, before we get into what else we've been watching... Just a quick heads up. We won't be spoiling it, so don't fear. There will be no spoilers from me, but you know what Hendo's like. (laughs) Proceed with caution. (laughs) Can't help myself, all right? All right, Dean, the month of October. Why don't I kick it off here with a documentary I watched called Console Wars. Uh, What's that about? Is this about Sega versus Nintendo? That is correct. But basically when they were at their biggest 
and fighting over who was going to take the monopoly on the consoles in the early 90s. Did this just come out? No, it's been on Netflix for a while. I think I've seen this. It must have been that good if you don't, can't even remember if you watched it. I didn't even put it down as having watched it in Letterboxd. Wow. I'm, I'm sure I've seen this. Is there a, uh-huh. another movie like it that's come out recently? I don't think so. Yeah, I've seen this. It's not in my letterbox. I've definitely seen this. Well, well, there you go. You can talk about it. Have a discussion with me. What do you think of it? Uh, yeah, it was good. I actually, I really like the strategies they were saying to try and combat the others. It was, uh, I mean, you'd never hear about, you know, the companies versing each other publicly. So it was good. I liked it. I'm like right into this gaming stuff and these consoles. Mm. Like I had the NES. Uh, etc. Ah, you were Team Nintendo. Oh, I was course. Team Sega. Yeah, nah, nah, definitely yeah. Nintendo. So it was very, um, I'll, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a fine documentary. It's a, a subject that interests me. I thought it was really interesting seeing these two superpowers duke it out, like basically at the height of their powers. And it was, I thought it was very entertaining to watch. Uh, nice little documentary there. Three and a half for me. Uh, maybe I didn't enjoy it that much. I'll go three stars. Fair enough. Uh, I saw Borat 2. Or whatever garbage it's going by. Now, I know you had seen this. I don't know. Like, uh, like it's it's good. Like, it's not bad. There are mm. moments that are funny. But honestly, most of the film was pretty uncomfortable, especially with uh, the Rudy Giuliani appearance. That Like, there's stuff here that goes past being funny into what is wrong with America right now. And there's... I don't know. Maybe it was too serious. Like, the first Borat... The, like, was there an underlying important message to that film? No, uh, no, no, not at all. They really went political in this film, and it it definitely suffered with the humour. It was still funny, but uh, I would go three stars for it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I did. I think when we when I spoke about it on our show, I had it at three stars. But after my conversation with Billy over at We Watch the Thing, I did put it down to two and a half in the end after a rewatch. Just doesn't hold up. <laughs> what? A couple of weeks after you watched it? Yeah, honestly. Like the jokes just weren't weren't as good. Yeah. All right. I watched Project Power on Netflix. Do you see that floating about? No. What is Project okay. Power? It stars Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay, I did see that floating around, yeah. Ah, uh, there uh, you there's go. There's superheroes, is it? Or superpowers or something? Yeah, it's a it's about a pill that gives you superpowers for five minutes. Five minutes? Nice. Yeah, and like all the all the the superpowers are all different. Like I think it's different to each person, but it could be just like sometimes it could just like there's one guy who just like blows up, like it just doesn't work, and he blows up and dies and things like that. Was that um Joseph Gordon Lovett? I won't ruin it for you. Oh, I know you're so keen to you. watch it. <laughs> now look, this is an interesting concept for a film, but the fact is it barely scratches the surface of its potential. Everyone seems to be on cruise control in this movie, and while the effects are pretty damn good. The boring plot sinks this down too low and it gets two stars for me. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I would have thought that the potential for this film would be limitless. Uh, I don't... Uh, see, I, I think I heard someone else say they compared it to Limitless and, yeah, it is a pill in it. But I think the, I think the thing with Limitless is that it that just expands your mind. Like, it opens up your brain where this this has, like, some point, someone turns bulletproof, for example, and someone turns into, like, the flame, just situations like that. How do they know their powers? They don't. So how would someone know they're bulletproof for five minutes? I mean, maybe it's a cup. Maybe it's taking many pills and finding out what their what their deal is. Did you just use that as a random example, or is, is someone actually get bulletproof for five minutes? Someone is bulletproof. Yes. Does their skin change? No. Like I think I feel like there's a little effect where it looks like it's gone like hard, like rock hard. Nice. And they get they get shot. Po- they get shot point blank in the face. I feel like that pill would be pretty popular, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be onto something there. <laughs> Sorry, you were you were talking about shot to the face. Go on. 
Yeah, someone gets shot like point blank in the face and it just like ricochets off him. <laughs> like, like, I can't take you seriously now. You just got me thinking about a pill that makes you get rock hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, we'll talk offline. Yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, two stars. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Just like last month, I did have another podcaster give me one of their favorite films to watch. This month, it is from this week's guest, B. Dizzle. Let's see what he has to say. Daniel and Dean, it's Billy the B. Dizzle here from We Watched a Thing. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. It's an honor, an honor to get you to watch one of my favorite films of all time. I have made Topher watch this. I have made Paul and Wayne from The Countdown watch it. Uh, I know that Sam Hurley is a big hater of this movie, as are all the people I've made watch it. So I'm really hoping that you guys can turn that around. I'm hoping that you'll like it as much as Dean and I bonded over Bowfinger. I love this movie. I think it's really genuinely funny. Most people don't. And I'll see what you think. I'll see what you think. I can't wait to hear. The movie is Tommy Boy. So thanks for this, Hendo. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so I watched Tommy Boy. Now, I've heard a lot of different episodes from some of our podcast family about Tommy Boy, most of them just shitting on this film at the expense of B-Dizzle. Now, I am not going to do that, but this film still isn't good. Have you seen Tommy Boy? I have no idea. I don't think so. Is James Spader in it? No, David Spader's in it. Is James Spader someone, though? James Spader is definitely someone. So he could have been in it. It's not a ridiculous question. Do you actually know who James Spader is? He's the guy from The Office and Crash. That's right. Okay, so uh, good. You know him then. And Blacklist. Yes, the Blacklist. And Stargate. Oh, God. See, so you actually know him really well. Yeah, I, I know who he is. I was asking if he was in it and he gave me some smart-ass response. You talked about, like, is he a person? I'm like, what the fuck are you going on about? You acted like you had no idea who this guy was. <laughs> nah, it's that Chris Farley movie, isn't it? Back to Tommy Boy. Yes, the Chris Farley, David what's the, Spade what's the movie. Plot? I, I know the, the poster really well, or the cover. Uh, what's the plot? So the plot is he is the son of this this rich automobile guy. Tommy. Who, yep. yes, yes, uh, he's, a, you know, he's a party animal. He likes to get drunk and do crazy shit because he's Chris Farley and that's what he does in all the movies he's in. Oh, is this and a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Should have put it on our draft. <laughs> I mean, Billy would have picked us then. <laughs> so he basically has to travel around America and try and sell this new brake pad to all these automobile companies uh, so that their company doesn't go under. Okay. This sounds really boring. Uh, it's not boring. It's just there's a lot of the a lot of the jokes aren't funny. It's really goofball, slapstick, like mid-90s comedy, like your Billy Madison, which I know you just love. Yeah, I don't like Billy Madison. Yeah, I know you don't. There's a couple of jokes in there where I genuinely laughed out loud, but a lot of them were a bit rough, uh, not funny. <sighs> yeah, it's not as bad as what everyone said, but I still don't recommend it. Sorry, Billy. Uh, I give this two stars. Hmm, fair enough. Well, I watched Unhinged. Oh, my God. I still haven't seen this. Oh, my God. How have you not seen this film? It's the trailer hilarious. looked amazing. I know. And I, I, was, I was legitimately recommended this film by uh, the mother-in-law. Multiple nice. times. To be honest, she wouldn't get off my back about me watching it. So I watched it and she described it as, you know, you'll never look at Russell Crowe the same way. <laughs> I mean, me and me and Britt were laughing in this film. It is it is it is just funny. Uh what we get from Russell Crowe 
just just overacting like you would yeah. not believe. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 enjoyable. Like there's nothing. I mean, there's a lot wrong with it, but it's not a boring <laughs> film. It's never boring. It's stupid. It's surprisingly violent. But the the problem I have with this film is that the the main character, oh, Russell Crowe, you never see him like prior to you know his unhingedness. He's just yeah. always nuts, and it's like okay, it really does lose impact that could have been there if there was a gradual progression. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it was it was fine. I think it's yeah. You should watch it. You'll enjoy watching it. You'll say it's a I, shit I, movie. I, I think I will. Yeah, you'll enjoy watching it. Uh, I go two and a half stars. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Well, I watched a documentary on Netflix called "Dick Johnson Is Dead." Yeah, I saw you watch this. Why did you watch this? Because it got super high ratings. It's uh, very well received from everyone I've heard from about this. I saw it on there, and I figured, you know, I'll I want to watch a supposedly good twenty twenty film, and it's good. It is really good. Uh, do you know? Obviously, don't know anything about this documentary. That's not true. Once I saw that you watched it, I was intrigued. So I went and looked mm-hmm. at the plot and nearly fell asleep reading the plot. So I know something about it. What plot did you read? I read that something about a girl trying to connect with a dying father or something. Okay, it is a documentary about a woman who is who is basically celebrating the last years of her dad's life now. This really taps into... I mean, I was pretty close. I don't understand how you f- thought that was boring. I mean, I think this is a very touching film. This is this really taps into how you would face death. Like It really shows the perspective from her and her father, everyone around her, as to just accepting death as a natural thing in your life. And they do these weird things where they stage like shots of him dying. Like he's actually like getting killed in a, like a movie sense throughout this movie. And I think the actual man himself, uh, Dick Johnson here, I think he, he, is, he is a star. Like he is so bubbly on the screen. He brings a, an awesome personality. And he, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of dark humor in this about his own mortality and him heading towards the last you know years of his life and how he treats it. I think this was a really wonderful documentary that really tells a lot. And I give it four stars. Can I just ask, is it just me? No. Or does Dick... It's not just wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna say? Does I'm not does, making a based dick off joke. this poster. Can you say just based off this poster? Does Dick Johnson look like Sam Newman? I was gonna say look like someone, but not Sam Newman. I was gonna oh, say. Okay. Does Dick Johnson look like William Shatner? No. Oh, well, does he go. look like Sam Newman? No, I don't think so. What? All right. Do you have any more movies, Hendo? All right. All right. And the last film I watched for this month is Hillbilly Elegy. What? Hillbilly eulogy? Elegy. What's el- Are you sure it's not Oleggy? Is it eulogy? Nah, no, it wouldn't be eulogy. They'd have to have a U in it. <laughs> is it eulogy? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's E-L-E-G-Y. Oleggy? Oleggy? Elegy? It's Oleggy. Okay. Whatever. It's got the word hillbilly in it, so you know what it's about, basically. You know how every year you get one or two just classic Oscar bait movies? Like Stuber. What? <laughs> Where would you pull a Stuber from? <laughs> I never saw it. I'm sure it's wow. quite good. The Oscar bait movie of 2020 is Hillbilly Elegy, Elegy, whatever it is. Sounds this, like a James Spader film starring this David Spader. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a comedy. It is nothing like a comedy. It is a serious drama that ticks all the Oscar cliche boxes. It is about when an urgent phone call pulls a Yale law student back to his Ohio hometown. He reflects on three generations of family history and his own future. 
The big stars here are Amy Adams and Glenn Close. Glenn Close in some crazy makeup that makes her look really old and kind of kind of crazy. I don't think she's young, Hendo. But you look at her. Have you seen a poster for this? No. It's on Netflix. Okay. Check it out. I will not. Listen, this, I think. I feel like the only good thing, okay, Amy Adams is good. Glenn Close is phenomenal in this film. Phenomenal. See, it's funny. When you say, like, the ultimate Oscar Beatty movie, it sounds like real negative. Like, if a movie was actually great, you wouldn't call it Oscar Beatty. So I'm waiting, for all, I'm waiting for all the negatives other than Let me Glenn finish. Close is great, Amy Adams Let is great. Let me finish. Yeah, like what else is new, Hendo? That is it for the positives. Everything else about this movie is slow, it's boring, it's uneven, It's the, the script is terrible. The I mean, script is awful. You've just convinced me to go see it. It's not so bad it's good. It's just she puts in a good perfor- like a really good performance, really solid performance as the character she's playing. And Amy Adams is doing her thing, she's really good in it too. But everything else about it, it just screams like, please pick us for Oscars. We're doing everything so sappy and and just doing this whole traditional family thing. And man, the worst thing about this film is is the script. It's so bad. Like the, the, the one of the big pump up like lines of this of the movie is, well, you can either be someone or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> or uh, no. Nah. Like, it sounds like it's someone like, was writing like a a great great quote and just gave up halfway through. <laughs> I'm like, is that that's it? That's their big thing, and that's the one that inspires them. Let all right, let's do something. Like, fuck off. <laughs> this movie's terrible. One and a half stars for Hillbilly Elegy. Elegy. Okay. Well, I also saw a film that apparently is not a film. So I put on the latest Star Wars special. No, I'm not talking about Mandalorian. Which, by the way, I gotta say, you should watch Mandalorian, Endo. This last episode, mm-hmm. I think it's episode four of season two. Oh, so good. Uh no, I watched the Lego Star Wars Christmas special or something. Which, once I put it on, was shocked to learn, because I thought I was, you know, gearing up for a feature length film here. Forty minutes it goes for. That's not a movie. Why are you even talking about this? Forty minutes. It's like an episode. It's pretty good though. It's pretty funny. They go. There's lots of time travel, which I like. You know, it spoke to me. Yes. I recommend it. Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You really, you really sold me on that one. Uh, if you like, you know, fun. Lego. You should go watch it. It's good. I probably won't. Sorry, mate. It's 40 minutes. Watch it with the kids. No, I'll watch something else instead. All right, go watch Hillbilly Eulogies. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is going to do it. For Podvpod Pod 44. Thank you very much, B Dizzle and Tofa, for coming on and giving us a good battle once again. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Love your work. All right, next week, we're back to the breakdowns, and it is a random pick and is going to be The Lives of Others. Nice. Great input, Dean. German. <laughs> <laughs> it's a war film. No doubt it will be a, a hilarious episode, Hendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until then, thank you very much, everyone, for checking out the episode, and we will see you next week for The Lives of Others. Bye.